My name is Mundur Ibrahim Al-Fahum. I come from Nazareth. I've been living in Amman for the past 50 years. When Nazareth fell to the Israeli forces in 1948, I was studying at Edinburgh University. After graduation, I tried to go back to my hometown. The Israeli authorities didn't allow me, although I was in a friendly country at the time. And I thought by even by Israeli law I was should be I should be permitted to go back to my hometown. Mm. What my, year what year is this? Nineteen fifty. Ah. So after the Nakba. After the Nakba. Ah. Uh, so I was in Edinburgh during the war. Forty ah. seven I was forty seven in Edinburgh, forty eight, forty nine and part of 50, uh-huh. 50, until October. I left uh-huh. Britain in October, uh-huh. went by boat to Beirut. From Beirut, I joined, I met some friends of mine who worked for a recruitment office, which belonged at the time to Aramco. Mm-hmm. And I joined Aramco, stayed for five years as a senior member of staff in the American compound for five years. All right. Let's uh, let's go back a little bit. Yes, sir. Uh, When when were you born? I was born 1927. In Nazareth? I was born in Erbid, in Jordan. Uh Oh, you were born in Erbid? Yes, yes, sir. Uh-huh. Erbid, you, Erbid and Nazareth are very close. Yes. Mm, very close. Uh, and where were your parents living? Did they live in Erbid or they lived in Nazareth? My mother was Turkish, Damascene Turkish, uh-huh. and she commuted very often between Nazareth and Damascus, uh-huh. and Erbid was halfway between <laughs> the two cities. Uh-huh. So Erbid was a familiar spot for our family. Uh, and mm. your what's what's your mother's mother's name? My mother's name is Bakiza. Bakiza that's a Turkish name. Uh-huh. It means pure, pure. the pure. Uh-huh. Did you inherit it? Uh, I'm not I don't think I can't claim I'm pure. <laughs> <laughs> and your father's name? And my father's name is Ibrahim. Uh, Ibrahim. That's Abraham, right? Yes, Abraham and I have, I'm one of 11. Kids? Yes. We are six boys uh-huh. and five girls. Uh-huh. Could you tell me their, your siblings' name? Of course, I know all of them. <laughs> Muhammad is the eldest, then Sami, then Hosni, then Kamal, myself, and Walid. That's the brothers. That's the brothers. And the the sis- sisters, Sarwi, Johara, Na'mat, Suad. That's it. That's five and uh, and, and, and six. And in, in out of these eleven, where where are you in the? <laughs> I am in between. Oh. So I was not lucky enough to be the youngest 
a pampered one and I was not lucky enough to be number one as then you know the firstborn gets the rest of it the best of treatment and his boss but didn't you find that to be a pretty good position where you're left alone a bit I I I was wild. <laughs> <laughs> you were wild. Yes. You were left alone. <laughs> I was left alone. Yeah. yeah, you were wild. I had to fend for myself. Yeah, what did you do then? What kind of tricks did you do? <laughs> <laughs> uh, I, uh, one my, example is enough. <laughs> no, for instance, when my father had friends for lunch, <laughs> I would pick on a nice horse, the best horse, uh-huh. and steal it for a couple of hours. <laughs> okay. And that's the way I, I, I taught myself horse riding. Uh, <laughs> by stealing the... Is, by this st- a ho- is this a horse of one of the guests? One of the guests, of course. Uh, <laughs> you, you just took it? Yes, I was. To, I would choose the best horse. The best horse, go for an hour or two, uh, okay? Uh, by yourself? Uh, by, by myself. And were you ever caught? And I ne- was never caught. I was lucky enough I was never caught. And what did you like about... I, I guess you were galloping. You were going fast. galloping. Yes. Yeah. And it's, what did you like? You know about the that? feeling when you, when it's the horse, your horse is galloping. It is sensational. Uh. You're swimming in air, in <laughs> mid air. Is somehow it is, uh, crazy. Uh. Mm. Mm. You lose yourself. Right. Mm. Mm. And you almost become like one with the horse too, don't you? No, I didn't no? have that feeling because no. because because I never had the same horse twice. <laughs> <laughs> so there was no bonding no. with any one no. particular horse. And were you thrown off ever? Never. And I was meant... it a saddle or was it? A... No, it was saddled. Yes. Uh-huh. Was a saddle. Yes, saddled. Good horses. I would not choose a wild horse no. anyway. Uh, you, you I was were, choosing you quiet. You were wild, one. but you were smart. I was wild, but, but I was smart, smart <laughs> and I always managed to choose uh, a quiet horse. Uh, I was careful. Uh, I was, I was, I knew I was no horseman. <laughs> mm. uh, that's it. Yes, uh, sir. Yeah. <laughs> you want to share another wild uh, story uh, with us, or is that enough? Wild stories when I was studying in Jerusalem. Uh-huh. Okay, we and <laughs> I wanted to know, uh, we used to s- s- steal a boarding school. It was, war- it was wartime, I'm coming, sir. Oh. It was wartime. Yes, and a boarding and school. the food was not very good. Right. Uh, of course, war, it's war. Yeah, yeah. But the teachers had the best food in the world. <laughs> uh, so, me and some friends of mine at night, oh. we would go to the uh, Kitchen assigned for teachers yeah. and steal their food. Mm. <laughs> and uh, wasn't it closed? Locked? No, no, uh, it was not disclosed. They tried to, when our headmaster tried to make an investigation yeah. and find who did it, yeah. uh, but uh, he they couldn't. Never... He, I mean, he failed to. Uh, what did you steal then? What kind of food? It was. Oriental food, mm-hmm. ma- maklubi, for instance, mm-hmm. that was our their favorite, mm-hmm. our teacher's favorite ah. dish. Maklubi is rice, ah. eggplant, lot of meat, ah. and sometimes 
cauliflower. Sounds very good. And you turn the pot upside down. Uh-huh. Okay, that's we call that's the na- the the translation of matlubi in Arabic. Uh-huh. It is upside down. Okay. Yes, sir. But did you steal it because you liked it or because the t- teacher liked it? No, because we were a little hungry. Yeah, you were hungry. You were hung- you were starving. Also, I started smoking. That was forbidden at the time. Uh-huh. And uh, my favorite cigarette was Craven A. Okay. British cigarette. Uh-huh. And we used to go at night. I was prefect. One of the prefects at the school. Meaning? What's, I, what's the prefect? Prefect, you are... The headmaster would choose a few leaders. Uh-huh. And they're called... Prefects. Prefects. Uh-huh. To, t- to keep... <laughs> to keep... <laughs> the law and order yeah. in the school. And they uh, choose you. <laughs> so, and, and, uh, I, I, why they, I was chosen? Mainly, I was a sportsman. Ah, yeah. I was champion, tennis champion, uh-huh. singles and doubles. Uh-huh. I still have the two cups. Uh-huh. Okay. And I was the captain of the football team, the first eleven. Okay. And I was the champion of Jerusalem, eight hundred meters. Oh. I still remember. My record, two minutes, 13 seconds. <laughs> Now, any female athlete would make it in much, much yeah, less time. But at the time, uh, it was soil. Uh, I mean, uh, we ran on soil. Uh, uh, still. Not on... on uh, yes, because I was a sportsman, I had... I was looked up. I was popular with the students. <laughs> and it gave me special status. Uh, That hence, my being a prefect, I abused the privilege. Yes, but not not too much. And and how was did the smoking come into the store as as you were being smoking, a prefect? Smoking, it was fun. It was smoking was fun, fun. Uh, and it was rare. It was not easy to find cigarettes because they were hard to find. You know, right. like like England again, of course. Uh, like England, Sweden, yes. your country. Yeah. Uh, Maybe because they were rare, they became precious. Right. Mm. So where did you find cigarettes? Sorry? Where did you find cigarettes? Uh, Or how? Well, I was did you steal a, them? A, I was a man of the town. I, managed, I, did not, I never stole cigarettes. <laughs> Horses, yes. But, but cigarettes, <laughs> I cigarettes. always paid for them. Uh-huh. Also... What does that mean, a man of the town? What does it mean? I like the cinema. Me and my friends, ah. we used to go to see a good movie mm. at least two, three times a year. Two uh, times, two, two three times, times a month. Sorry, a month. Yeah. Jerusalem during the war ah. was the swinging city of the Arab world. Really? Not Cairo, nee. my uh, my friend. Not Beirut. Not Beirut. It was. Jerusalem. Oh, and, and what year is this then? Is it 48? What year is this? That was 1941 through 47. Ah. The war years. Ah. Oh, those war years, not the Nakba years. I get, I see. And how old are you at this time when you're when you're the prefect and uh, still I was I was The first time I became prefect, I was 
18. Mm. And I stayed a prefect for 18 and uh, uh, for two years, two and consecutive years. And you never got caught with all your wild I, stuff. I was never caught. <laughs> I was never caught. And uh, I mean, friends don't uh, tell on, uh, nah, nah. on, on one on and the other. other. Of course not. But uh, how and when did the family settle in Nazareth? Because you were born in Erbil. Erbil. My family has been in Nazareth for 300 years. Okay. The, the uh, uh, house my brother now lives in yes. is 200 years old ah. and still in very, very good condition. Ah. But why with, were... with paintings on the ceiling, wow. on the walls. Wow. Uh, it is wow, yes. <laughs> and wow. some members of our family had mansions. Our house was not was a good house, mm. but uh, I wouldn't call it a mansion. Nee, a mansion, no. Nee. And uh, just to finish this thing with Arabid, why were you born in Arabid if you if they lived in Nazareth? In Arabic, what do you mean? In Arabid. Arabid. Why were you born in Arabid? You were born Arabid. in Arabid. Well, I told you about my mother yes, being a Damascene, a no. commuting between ah. Nazareth and Arabid. Uh, and uh, and and Damascus, Erbid yeah. was halfway. So she stayed there. Uh, she stopped there because she was giving birth to you. I I uh, I don't know what happened exactly, nee. but okay. But I was born in Erbid. Okay. That's it. Okay, mm. but you all right. Uh, and uh, the family's wealth, if you if you like, where did that come from? I mean, the mansions. Where did the, your ancestors get money to that? My ancestors were the muftis of Nazareth, mm. mufti judge, uh -huh. the judges of Nazareth. Okay. We always had a member from my family every other year uh -huh. on as mayor, Lord uh -huh. Mayor of uh -huh. Nazareth. Okay. One year would be a Fahum, the other would be a Christian uh -huh. from different sects, Kawar, uh -huh. And other family kawar like with that kawar, you yeah, know, you yeah. you met, you yes. told me you met her yesterday. Right. Uh, so you have there were influential mayors, and and the, and, and there were uh, the imams. Uh, My family was dependent on 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 they they had their education at Al Azhar University. Al Azhar is the religious university number one in the Arab world. I see. It is more than 1,000 years old now. Uh, but, but uh, and and we, ha we had, they were farmers. Yeah. They were big farmers. Oh. Mm. But did I understand you correctly when you said that the, uh, the um, what's the name of the judges? Uh, Mufti? Mufti. Uh, was it alternating between Muslims and Christians. No, Mufti, the Christians had their own ah, judges. Had their own. I see. The, the Muslims have their own Muftis. Okay, okay. So mm. we're separate. And also, uh, but that really doesn't answer my question. Where does the wealth... Farming, land. That generated the... Yes, the, sir. The wealth. Land, oh. farming. They were, we were, uh, my, my ancestors were not peasants, they were farmers. What's the difference? Uh, peasants don't own land. Nah, nah. <laughs> and, 
at the time. Yeah. Peasants don't own, yeah. own land. So my family, family was a, uh, were farmers, uh, yes. And how big uh, area did they own, do you know? Uh, my father was not very well off. He was okay. We had uh -huh. a decent life. We uh -huh. remember we had 11. We uh -huh. were 11. But was he a farmer too, your father? Uh, but, but he was a farmer. Uh -huh. Two of my brothers became farmers working uh -huh. on the land. Uh -huh. I used to spend most of my summer vacations working on the land okay. with chicken farm. Chicken, we had a chicken farm. Uh -huh. We had, we, uh, we had corn, wheat, uh, bees. Uh -huh. I was in the, in the honey business at, at <laughs> one time. Business. Yes. Did you get stung ever? Never. Because I, I always wore, wore good or good clothing, <laughs> yes. <laughs> okay. But were there Jews living in Nazareth at this time? And did you No no Jews. No until Jews? until now there are and even until now uh, there are no Jews in Nazareth. Nah. But they built Upper Nazareth, Nazareth no. elite. Uh -huh. That's a Jewish city. Yeah. Now it's inhabited overlooking Nazareth. Uh -huh. The settlement, big settlement, yeah. it developed to be, became a big city. And now it is inhabited both by Jews and Arabs okay. from Nazareth. But at that time, when you were a kid, no Jews? No Jews. Right. Until 1948, no Jews. And now no Jews no. live in Nazareth, no. Nazareth proper. And were you ever tempted to go into your... Uh, father's footsteps, that is being also being a farmer, like some of your brothers. Were, were you ever contemplating that? When I wanted to retire from the Arab bank, uh -huh. my first choice was not the school. Uh -huh. It was a farm. Okay. 150 dunums yeah. in the Ghor area. Uh -huh. You know the Ghor area. Yes. Okay, and but I'm asking you about then when you were a kid growing I was, up. You see, as a kid, I I left. I never contemplated the idea uh -huh. because I was all the time a student, either in Jerusalem, uh -huh. away from Nazareth, uh -huh. six years boarding right. student, yeah. and then to Edinburgh. So that was never an option. Uh, but except for. No, it was not an option. I did not have. But I feel that you're option. maybe more of a city boy than a farmer boy, right? I am a more of a city uh, man. I, I city was raised. Man now, then. City I man. Mean city I was. Then. I was in Jerusalem. Remember? Yes. Um, That's I was brought up. Yeah. You know, I, my, I was brought up in Jerusalem. Uh, on, okay. Um, before you leave, uh, 47, you leave Jerusalem for. Uh, for Edinburgh. Yeah. Okay. Before. <laughs> Before the Nakba, that is, let's say. That's before the Nakba. That was October. October, I left, uh, I took a boat right. from Haifa. Yes, but wait. Um, when you were, uh, do you want some water, sir? No, sorry. Uh, when you studied in Jerusalem, 45, 46, 47, were there any signs of the Nakba? Were there, were there fighting? Were there conflicts did you see and hear anything of this it was coming anybody could see it coming uh, yes you, sir yeah. could you and, tell me about and and many people believed 
there would be refugees. Uh, why? Because the Zionists were clear about their goal. Really? Ever since the times of Herzl. There was no room in Palestine for both Arabs and Jews. And Arabs had simply to be evicted from Palestine to make room for Jews coming from Europe. After the Second World War. And that was clear in, 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 in the 60s. Yes, but we're... <laughs> When I was there in Jerusalem, yeah. you could see the conflict there. Yes. Signs. But this is and 60s. The, no, but 46, 47, you. Uh, did you also believe in this, uh, that th this future, that uh, Palestinians would be evicted from Palestine? Did you, was that your opinion too? Yes, sir. It was? Yes. And what did you think about it? I realized that there was not much I could do really? as, as a student, ah. except excel in my studies. <laughs> so it was game over for you, for the Palestinians? Uh, it was not so certain. No. Mm. But it was, something was in the air. It was something in the air, ah. something you read about. Ah. Uh, uh, for instance, even in the... A late uh, 30s, uh -huh. Prince Faisal, uh -huh. later king of Saudi Arabia, uh -huh. Faisal was prince then. Uh -huh. An Arab poet wrote a poem, and we all knew it by heart. Uh -huh. I still remember. Please. Uh, in Arabic? Yes, please. And I will translate it in English. Yes. Only one verse. وَالْمَسْجِدُ الْأَقْصَى أَجِئْتَ تَزُورُهُ أم جئت من قبل الضياع تودعه. He was telling him, yesterday you came to see, to pray at the holy mosque of Al-Aqsa, Al-Masjid Al-Aqsa. Jerusalem, Al-Quds. You know. Did you come for a visit or just to say goodbye? To To, to wish to say goodbye to this mosque. Mm. Uh, so th that was late 30s. Yeah. It was already, clear. Already. Yes. But could you, in your image, even though it was in the air, you said uh, 46, 47, could you imagine what was going to be happen and the brutality this was going to lead to? Not really. No, no, no sir. No. I could see, not far from the Arab college, where I, I was staying, uh, we had a settlement called Telpiot, a Jewish settlement. Oh, Telpiot, I, yeah. Telpi you know Telpiot? Yes, I do. There was a golf course between Telpiot and at the Arab College, oh, where I was living. Yes. And we a always... Golf course? Golf course. Really? How many and holes? Nine? Uh, Nineteen. 18, 18. 18. Oh, really? A big, yeah, one. a big one. And we always crossed that golf course uh -huh. to catch the bus from going from Bethlehem uh -huh. to Jerusalem. Uh -huh. uh, we always saw boys and girls, men and women, in the forest at Talpiot. Uh -huh. They were an army. Really? It was an army, yes. They were armed? They were armed, yes, doing their drills. Wow. 
How did that make make you feel? I. Or is it? It was foreboding of what what was going to happen. Course. But I never. Fe- we never felt uh, threatened. Uh, it's too unreal, to maybe, to understand what's going to happen. Mm. Right. It was in the air, and the Jordan army sent its troops right. to Jerusalem. Yeah. So. It was all it all it was all clear. Yeah. The army was there. Yeah. I had a couple of friends from the Jordanian uh, army there. Who owned from the, Nazareth. Who owned the golf course, by the way? Telpiot. Ah, that was part of the. That was Telpiot. Oh, so you were walking and on a Jewish golf yes, course. Yes, golf course, and we were allowed to do that. Ah, you were allowed to. Ah, really? And <laughs> not far from the Arab College, there was the palace of the High Commissioner, uh, the British High Commissioner. Uh, We were very close. Again, very close to the Arab College, there was a farming school for Jewish girls. There was a fence between my school and the girls with a no man land <laughs> a few meters wide. Really? Uh, Of course, we always could see them. They would yeah. see us. Yeah. Sometimes they would say hello. They yeah. say hello too. Uh-huh. Mm. Did you speak? Uh, do you speak Hebrew? No, I don't. Right. So you sp- spoke in English then with them, or or just hello, hello. Hel- hello, speak. hello. Yeah, no, hello. no. When uh, <laughs> uh, we were not that close to to, to speak to one another. Yeah. Mm. And was that bes- bes- beside? There was no coexistence at the time. It was not usual for an Arab or a Jew to be close to the other side. Uh, I mean, the animosity was there. Uh, It was in the air. Uh, uh, I went there in 1941 uh, during the war, uh, and the animosity was already there really? between the two people. Well, during the Nakba, of course, you are already in, where in Edinburgh, right? I was in Edinburgh. Okay. So what you're going to tell me now is not first-hand knowledge. It's something that your brothers or parents or people related to you have told you. But, yes. But please tell me what you know happened to your family during the Nakba. Yes, sir. During the, I mean, when the Israeli forces during the Nakba. My family fought. My father was an old man. Still, he joined battle called a uh, uh, shajara. Okay. The battle is called a shajara. Yes. Meaning what? Uh, the tree. The, the place tree. is shajara. Okay. Uh, my brother was an officer. In the my brother, uh, an older brother, much older, mm-hmm. Sammy was an officer in. Jaysh al-Inqaz. What's that? Uh, rescue Army. Rescue Army. Rescue Army. Uh, that's mm. a Palestinian... Rescue uh, Army. Palestinian, it is a conglomerate. Ah, yes. okay. Mm. And when Nazareth fell, my father, uh, my cousin, married to my sister, was mayor, Lord Mayor of Nazareth. of Nazareth uh-huh. and the 
Jewish commander of the invading force sent for him and for a few others, notables from Nazareth, few, just a few, to sign capitulation treaty. My father signed it, but the main signature came from the Lord Mayor and your brother-in-law my brother-in-law and the Arabs in Nazareth according to this agreement were given equal rights and privileges like any Israeli citizen oh. how the Jewish commander agreed to that beats me he didn't have to but it must be it must be uh, my brother-in-law the mayor uh -huh. was smart enough to insist on it yeah. uh, did that change after the second nakba so-called 1967 war did it get worse no, after that or no did not uh, uh, i mean uh, Things improved for them. They could go to other Arab cities, uh -huh. Nablus, for instance, uh -huh. Hebrew, uh -huh. Jerusalem. So it was. It made their life easier. It My made the life the life of our the Nazarenes, Nazarenes, the citizens of Nazareth. Uh -huh. It made uh, their life easier. Okay, more fun. But you just showed me a book with wonderful uh, photos of your uh, home in Nazareth. Are you able to go back and see that house? I, as a Palestinian, I have a, a Palestinian identity. As a Palestinian, uh, now I cannot get a visa to go to Nazareth. I'm not recognized by Israel as a Jordanian citizen. If I were recognized by them as a Jordanian citizen, because there's a peace agreement between yeah. Jordan and Israel, I would be granted a visa. But because I am, a, I have because I have an a Palestinian identity card, I'm not allowed to go to Nazareth. And what does your passport say? My, I don't have a Palestinian passport. I have a Jordanian passport. And that doesn't help. Israel would not recognize me as a Jordanian, although I have a Jordanian passport with national security number. And how does that make you feel? Awful. <laughs> <laughs> Awful. Awful. And with a laugh. <laughs> Sad. When was the last time you saw your home? The last time I saw my home was before Oslo. Before, right, be, right before Oslo, I always used to go to Nazareth, but for one day I would only I would get permission from the military governor of Nablus to go to Nazareth early in the morning and come back, not sleep there. But I. Very often, I had I was tempted to to spend a couple of nights with my with my folks, yeah. at my own risk. Yeah. 
but, as always as always i mean uh, but it, the, the temptation was there one day was not enough or isn't it very hard to go back just for one day and then you have to separate again i never i i always had permission for one day to go at 10 o'clock to be in israeli land okay a fully and i had to leave by six in the evening mm. Mm. it must have been hard Anyway, I always took the risk and spent a couple of nights. Oh, you spent a couple yes, of nights? Yes, oh, al- al- always, always, yes. All, on all my visits. Always the wild, and, always the wild boy. And, 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 and the Israeli police never caught me. Yeah, I was never, lucky. <laughs> I was lucky. You never got caught. Uh, But still, even though it was a few more years, wasn't it a difficult situation for you going back and then I have to leave? And not being able to move freely. Mm. Tough because sad. Mm. Tough and sad. Mm. Mm. But my folks, it's easier for my folks to come here and visit. Ah. Mm. Okay. Mm. But you said that the Israeli consider you as a Palestinian. Yes. And your identity, you said, your own identity Is that also Palestinian? I have a Palestinian identity card, yes, yes sir. After Oslo. Yes, but your identity here. I, I, my identity here. And your heart. I tell you, I've, I, have, I have been living in Amman for 70 years. Yes. Not, sorry, since 1950. Yes, for 70 years. Almost 70 years. Yes, yes. I've been here for 70 years. Yes. I came in 1950 and a man became my home. My future. Mm. Mm. At the same time, I, if there is Palestine anytime, there is Palestine, free Palestine, a Palestinian state for instance, I will build a home somewhere in Palestine. And like European, three million Europeans from the EU mm. living in London mm. or living in UK. Mm. So far. So, 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 so far. far. No, they will stay, no problem. <laughs> no, no, they will find a problem yeah, yeah. out of Brexit, yeah. yes. Uh, so I would like my, also my children, the dream of mine is to build a, another Amman. A man academy uh, somewhere in Palestine uh, is a dream. I hope it will come true one day. Uh, mm. okay. A school mm. like this one where we're, that we're sitting in now, you want to do you want to do the same project in Palestine as this school? Uh, in in free Palestine, not under occupation. Of in free Palestine. Yes. A dream. Inshallah. Inshallah. Mm. Mm. Thank you very much for talking to us. Thank you, sir. And it's been very My pleasure. And very important story. Thank mm. you.